welcome to the Bonsai Podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Tyler. And this is the Bonsai Podcast. It's been a, it's been a while. We're back, bitch. What's up? <laughs> if you didn't leave in the first five <laughs> seconds, we're back. That's right. We're back. We we aren't we aren't Oxfordians. Uh, no, in fact, we are we are Americans, and this is wait. Should I should I tell people that? Is it okay to tell people it, that right now? It's very obvious on our accents. Okay, is it? Yes. I mean, we could be Canadian. We could, we could be. <laughs> we don't say a enough. That's, yeah, or but not boots. all. I mean, not all Canadians say a or a, and a boot and sorry and. uh they're not all nothing, named Gary. Nothing about, also, we have talked multiple times about uh, American elections on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but so is everybody else. Did you know that there's, like, a huge faction of Trump supporters in Canada? Yeah, I did know that. It makes no sense to me. Like, what do you do? Like, nobody, in, nobody here gives a shit about Trudeau. Is that even a Canadian guy anymore? I, I'm sure even if he's not in office, he's still a Canadian guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like I don't know the dude who's in charge of England right now. Uh, isn't that Boris Johnson? Is it? I'm not I sure. I think so. I know he. I think people hate him, right? I I don't he, know. I, <laughs> but like like all I know is that Brexit is weird, and that's true. It that's doesn't seem real. like a good idea to me. But I don't know the ins and outs. Like. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know if England has enough natural resources to stand on its own. Yet they're standing. They're trying to stand on their own. Like, wasn't that the whole point of their empire? Was that like, there they were on the wee little isle, and like they needed more shit, so they like. Went yeah. Up. The the entire part. Uh, the entire reason that British colonialism and imperialism existed to begin with is because they didn't have enough shit to make what they wanted on their own island. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the problem with. Uh, being a country on an island that's why right. that's why during the super saiyan 3 cast this week we talked at length about japan invading australia <laughs> it's that's true we, we, we did talk about that we also went through a lot of just the names of the uh scottish isles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned that australia is not an island it is a it, even though it is an island but the definition of an island and a continent apparently don't mix yeah like they're kind of mutually exclusive. Yeah, and Japan's population is over quadruple Australia's population, so that invasion yeah. could be very successful. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the Bonsai Podcast. This is the weekly podcast spun off of the YouTube channel Bonsai Pop, where we talk about anime and anime things. Uh, and you know what? It's been a long time since we've done this. And there's reasons for that, which we're going to go over right now. Uh, most of that is because we were super busy between October and the end of the year this year. Uh, like YouTube is um, it's it's kind of the best time to make money on YouTube between October and the end of the year. Uh, it's when everybody's advertising and sometimes you just got to like drop everything and go hard, you know, when when the getting is good. And yeah, we've had friends that have worked the entire year so that they can drop videos every other day in December because they can make over half of their income for the entire year in that month. Yeah. And I mean, that being said, I, like, I don't think we I don't think we necessarily killed it 
over over the the holidays but you know we definitely had better views and stuff than we normally did like the channel picked back up things were going we, well we got ourselves out of a slump i think that if we had gone into october and november with the uh with, with the same uh momentum that we had started the year with it would have been a really good end of the year. Yeah. But instead, we were trying to build the channel back up after getting screwed over by uh, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And their, and their craziness, fucking bullshit. But anyway, the point is, is that Bonsai Podcast is back. Uh, right now, we are taking a month to ourselves to spend with our patrons. Um, and our Patreon family has grown like fucking crazy since our last video. Um, we, yeah, like 30% grown. Yeah. Yeah. We, we touched, a we touched a vein somewhere in, uh, in our community and our Patreon was, was flooded with new people who so far have all been delightfully amazing, beautiful people, uh, who have instantly melded in with the family and it's it's been it's been fucking awesome um yeah it it, it was a little scary to see a that many new people coming in and i'm like oh god the, I, like the entire the, the entire like uh mo of this community is about to be upturned and then it was all totally fine yeah yeah it was <laughs> like it was all fine everybody just slotted in as though they had been here for months yeah it was it was it was it was crazy like you know 200 plus people in 3 days uh joined up and came into the patreon discord server and it's yeah it was it was just nuts um it, it was funny because you know we had just announced like yeah we're gonna take this we're gonna take this month off from production and you know we're gonna we're gonna be like trying to chill out and for the first like three days of that I was like <laughs> like freaking the oh, fuck yeah. out because like I I was constantly talking to people yeah yeah like and and that's fine like you know obviously that's that's what we want to do but we want to make sure that when people come into the discord we you know introduce ourselves say hello thank them for for joining up like that kind of thing give everybody a little bit of individualized attention and it's like when that many people are coming in at one time it's so fucking hard so i'd just like to thank our mods and our regulars for stepping in when we were away to to do that which is like really fucking cool um you know, like, like our mods actually take their job as a real job sometimes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, uh, it's very sweet. Cause obviously, I mean, a lot, a lot has been going on. I think the last time that we did the podcast was right after, uh, the election ended. I, I think you're right. Yeah. And now like, there's just been so much fucking shit going on. So let, let's just like, let's just get that out of the way. Um, sure. so it is Friday, the 8th of January. Uh, usually we don't record the podcast this late, but like we said, it's been a crazy fucking week. Um, so we'll be more on schedule with you guys and hopefully have podcasts out for you, um, for your commutes and stuff like that. Uh, and you know, on time, we'd like to upload early. So if you guys are like on your way to work, you know, you can, you can drop in and hang out with us, but, um, yeah, we have, I mean, where do you start, Ty? At the beginning. At the beginning. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't think anybody needs an explanation. Yeah, like, it's rewind time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously Trump didn't want to let go of his of his spot in the White House and he was denying it. And, you know, like 
every news that I listen to from NBR and uh, NPR to CNN to MSNBC to like everything, we're just like, there's no proof that this election was quote unquote stolen from Trump. Like everything he's saying is bullshit. And like Twitter is like <laughs> putting like these tweets might not be true. Like next to like Trump's tweets and shit. He's just going after this fucking thing for forever. And then he has this call with the Georgia governor, right? The governor of Georgia. Uh, I want to say it was the governor. Yeah. yeah. And was like, why don't you just like find some votes? So I win Georgia. Just find like eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. Yeah. So <laughs> so I win Georgia. Why don't you just Why don't you just find those votes? And the governor was like, No. <laughs> and then that's, everybody. That's was, not how it works. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, This isn't This isn't two thousand in Florida. Like you know, like we we're not we're not like not letting black people vote this time. <laughs> like it's you know, it's it's just like fucking ridiculous. So everybody was like, "Wow, Trump, that was a pretty dumb phone call." And then right after that, uh there was a rally/protest/riot slash uh, protest slash riot, uh in Washington where that was like more or less hosted by the Proud Boys, which is Trump's militant uh right-wing white scary racist nazi group of psychopaths um and they couldn't have described it better yeah (laughs) and they stormed (laughs) the fucking capitol building and trashed it uh which is crazy that is a crazy crazy thing to do and they didn't get fucking murdered by the fbi or the secret service or any of that shit which no blows my mind like the response compared to uh the black Lives matter movement was or unbelievable. well but specifically compared to what just happened this year yeah uh and and like i saw so many things on twitter about like hey where are the rubber bullets where's the tear gas where you know where is all this crazy riot gear that the police and national guard had and the reason people are asking that is not because they want these people to get shot with rubber. Although I'm sure some people want them to get shot. Uh, but it's a rhetorical question to say, hey, you see the difference here in the response? A little fucked up, isn't it? Well, not only is it a difference in response, but it's also a difference in severity for the crime. They fucking right. stormed the Capitol building, like the sanctity right. of U.S., uh, fucking you know democracy like like justice like the hall of fucking liberty bro you know like yep. like like that was an attack on the American government you know not like just on the police force not on like a city government that was a full frontal fucking attack and occupation of one of the most important buildings and one of the most important symbols of America that is that is like you will get shot for trespassing yep. on that. you know what i mean like like yep. just for trespassing let alone fucking you know going in there and like trashing it you know like throwing things all over the place stealing shit out of there like it like uh, and and during a congressional session. Oh yeah, didn't Congress people like run for the fucking hills like while this was going? They had on? to run. They had to run and hide for their lives. Yeah, like that's that's fucking like it, that's it, 
that's more than terrorism, dude. That is an assault. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? It, <laughs> like, it honestly does not make sense why the response was so subdued. Yeah, I don't and know. And how they were allowed to do that. And why the National Guard wasn't brought in immediately. Yeah. It, and again, like, that is not, like, rubber bullet shit. That is, like, full metal jacket shit, dude. Like, you know what I mean? That is, like, that is, like the National Guard, if that was anybody else... You know what I mean? Like if it was mm-hmm. uh if it was like uh like a Haitian gang or any kind of street gang or any kind of like political if that was Antifa, you know, the the National Guard would have been in there mowing people the fuck down. Yep. Full on totally lethal. Totally agree. Yeah. Like so weird. It, it it was a very surreal experience to watch and be like, "Wow, they just do not care because it happens to be Trump's lackeys. I, I mean, I, I, but that's the thing, though, is that, like, it's not like people love it's not like Trump's like people love Trump's lackeys. Though. That's the thing is like most most people like hate them more than street gangs. It's just. Right, but, but here's the thing. Trump wouldn't call in the National Guard. Yeah, but somebody else could have. Right. I mean, it's not just Trump that's in control. Uh, of that. I think Nancy Pelosi tried to and got denied. Oh, my God. Like, it was, like, a whole thing. You can read all about it. But it was pretty fucked up. I mean, like, there was, like, literally people brought, like, a a hanging noose and shit there. And there was a guy with, like, zip ties and a handgun that was, like, ready to take, you know, senators hostage. I wonder if it was because not necessarily that it was the specific movement, but they were worried about the collateral damage. That these people would have done if they opened fire on them. I couldn't tell you. You know what I mean? Because, like, a lot of these guys are, like, you know, the ones who are running around with hand grenades and M16s and shit like that. Like, But but it was also, uh, like, people are basically saying that Trump incited the whole thing because he did a speech. It was either earlier that day or the day before basically telling people to march on Washington. Oh, yeah, dude. They're trying to impeach him again. Yeah. He's and got 12 days to, left in office, and they're trying yeah. to fucking impeach him again. <laughs> they're trying to impeach him, and they're trying to uh, in, invoke the uh, 25th Amendment. Yeah. And, like, Mike Pence hasn't said anything. But, like, I don't yeah. think Mike Pence has said anything since the he entire, was in office. Yeah, like, <laughs> since he became fucking vice president. Has yeah. Mike Pence done anything at I, all? I think... He he got a job, and then he has done his best to stay out of the limelight as much as possible. Good choice, good choice. Because, like, I remember when, you know, when he was chosen for vice president, everybody was like, what the fuck? You know, like, mm-hmm. this fucking guy, this guy's that this guy that's, like, all for, like, uh, shock therapy treatment on gays, you know? Like, that right. was his, that was what he was known for, was that he was, like, totally down for shock treatment to cure homosexuality. Everybody's like, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. This is going to be a fucking mess. And then, like, he just, like, got in there and, like, found a rocking chair and just, like, sat in that (laughs) rocking chair, like, reading Harry Potter for, like, four years, dude. (laughs) And now everybody's like, yo, you got to do something, dog. And he's like. He's finished one book per year. Yeah. That's how long it takes him to get through them. He's like, this was hard, man. It was a hard book. (laughs) British people and their fancy writing. Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't like crazy times we're living in, man. 
Crazy, crazy, yeah, crazy yeah, fucking We times. are living in literally unprecedented times. Yeah. And fuck all those people who, like, came after me in that video. Uh, was it was it the same Afro Samurai video where I said that, like, this whole, like, pandemic and everything was unprecedented and everybody's like, oh, excuse, uh, uh, it's precedented. Uh, it, like, I don't remember what it was, but, like, fuck you guys, okay? Fuck you guys. We have had, we have had 9-11 level casualties from this fucking virus every day for like fucking four weeks now it's been like a month Mm -hmm. of 9-11s every single day it's like this it's it's literally insane yeah like i i don't i don't know what else to say about it other than it's insane i want to get that uh i want to get that uh vaccine i i do too to to an extent i'm like i'm like nervous about it (laughs) like like <laughs> a cons- lot of people are nervous about it yeah. honestly and i am not one of those people i would happily get it fucking right now you know dude my uh, uh, like at this point after being locked in a house for a year almost a year yeah. it'll be a year in like march right after being locked in the house for a year my conspiracy theorist like lizard brain is going fucking crazy. I'm like, dude, it must like, this has to be like some bioterrorism, like shit from China, you know, like how the fuck does this just happen? Right. Like, how is it still fucking happening? Like, what is our, why did our government like fucking drop the ball like 20 times? Like, why is this so bad in the U S and then all of a sudden have you, you get met this new our government? <laughs> I get, well, no, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like, it, it's fucking Trump. But then again, it's like all the dominoes just fell in place the right way. Like we had a pandemic budget. We had a pandemic plan. Trump comes into office, fucking throws it away. You know, literally he's just like, he's like, we could give this to Ford and, you know, like throws it away. <laughs> or like or, you know, one of those other companies we bailed out like 25,000 times. It's mm-hmm. like, it just all perfectly worked. You know, it like it, to to become this like major fucking ridiculous catastrophe and now we have this we have this vaccine that popped out of fucking nowhere you know now we have three of them and like there's what pfizer moderna and then there's another one and like i don't know man like it's it's fucking crazy it's like it's a little too crazy it's a little too coincidental you know and now like like the vaccines are rolling out slowly here. They're rolling out faster in Britain. I feel like, I feel like they're, they're pushing them through too quickly. Like that's my main concern is that they're pushing them through too quickly. Like when I was doing stocks, right. I was one of the things that I followed uh, very carefully was like medical stocks. Right. And Mm -hmm. medical companies, like it's, it's, you generally don't want to buy stock in them. Well, okay. So buying stock in medical companies is very risky because they aren't profitable for an extremely long time because it takes them years and years of testing to get a drug out. I actually own a, uh, a pharmaceutical stock. Has it grown? No. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it takes, <laughs> yeah. like, like it takes a fucking long but, time. But to be fair, I have owned it for about a week. 
So, oh, okay. all right. Well, uh, it it takes a long ass time for medical companies. Uh, yeah, the Omni Penguin who's in here chilling out. Also, Kit is and Raining Echom is popping in and out. Omni says that the polio vaccine took 15 years to develop. Now, granted, that was back in the 50s. So obviously, modern medicine has you know grown astronomically since then. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like it has been not even a year yet. And the vaccine started rolling out last month. That is like unprecedentedly fucking fast for something to come flying off the shelves like that. It, it is incredibly quick for yeah. a vaccine. And that I'm not saying mean don't that get it's, it. That it's yeah. No, yeah. I was gonna say it doesn't mean that it's uh, that it's bad. It, exactly like Kit saying the groundwork for this virus was laid over a decade ago. Right. Yeah, because they knew so that. it's a mutation of a common virus. Thank you, Kit, for your brilliant knowledge. But, but basically, it's a new virus, but that doesn't mean that we weren't already part. Like, you know, we started at the 50% mark or something. Yeah. Well, you know it's, a, I mean? it's a mutation of SARS. Like, that's right. why it's so that's why it's so fucking deadly is that, you know, like they knew a pandemic was coming and they were pretty sure that it was going to be a SARS problem. You know, because we had we had SARS issues, I believe, in the 90s, maybe. And then it there was another issue with it in like the early 2000s. I remember they were putting like SARS in mailboxes and shit. I don't fucking remember that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, and now America is dealing with another virus that is 40 percent mortality rate. Which Wait, is, what? yeah, so it's only happening on the West Coast and particularly in the Southern West Coast and into like Utah, Colorado, Arizona. Um, and it comes from mouse shit, right? Okay. So like if a mouse has this virus, it's like all they have to do is like poop on one thing. And if you're even in the room where the poop is and you breathe in the air that the poop has been in, you will get the virus, and it's, like, horrible. Um, in fact, like, one of our friends' friends just lost their mother to it. What What is it? I don't I don't remember what it's called. Devin would know, but she's downstairs doing, like, therapy stuff. But uh, I just looked it up. It's, like, a real thing. I don't know, some mouse shit. It hasn't gotten up into Oregon yet, so I don't think it's anything you have to worry about, but it's, like, it's another, it's another SARS variant. Kit is asking if it's the Hanta virus. I'm not sure. Um, but It is. That's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, dude. Fucking mouse shit, man. It's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. World's world's going to hell in a handbasket, man. Yeah, and like, I don't know if you've ever had a mouse in your house, but like, those things fucking poop everywhere. I, I have not. I can't say I have. I've had, I had a, I had a couple uh, apartments where we got mice. Um, like we have a lot of mice up here. It's a valley. So we get like rabbits and mice and squirrels and shit. You'll get squirrels in your attic and whatnot. Mm. So it's pretty common. Um, but yeah, like in, if they have fucking like little mouse pups or whatever they call them, like, like they, those things fucking shit everywhere. And they're just like little hard turds, but like you'll find them in your like pots and pans and stuff and like all over the place. So I can't imagine, you know, like some farmhouse in fucking Arizona, you're going to have mice everywhere, man. I I guess I'm lucky that uh, I am surrounded by a gang of cats. Yeah. uh, No mice anyway. Protect my apartment complex. (laughs) And hopefully the cats are immune to the virus because, you know, cats are weird. Like, cats get AIDS. Like, I remember when I heard about that and I was like, no way. (laughs) AIDS cats, dude? 
And then I found out that's totally true. But you can't get AIDS from a cat that has AIDS, apparently. Every cat that was in the movie Cats had AIDS. Yeah. So if you're down if you're down with fucking cats, don't worry about it. You're not gonna get AIDS. So you're Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alpha Sigma just rolled in. What's going on, dude? <laughs> what up, dude? By the way, this is a uh this is an anime and video game podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, do we have any do we have any other news to go over really? Uh oh, uh, yes, we do. Um su- <laughs> Super Gonorrhea, Tyler. Have you heard of the Super Gonorrhea? <laughs> you know, I did see something about Super Gonorrhea. I hadn't really looked into it yet. Okay, so this year Super Gonorrhea has emerged. Um and you're probably asking yourself, what the fuck is Super Gonorrhea? Well, uh to answer that uh, intellectual question. Super gonorrhea is a strain of gonorrhea that is uh, resistant, highly, highly resistant to antibiotics. So since antibiotics have come out, people have been worried that eventually viruses are going to become resistant to antibiotics. And right. when the virus hit this year, and everybody was, you know, going to the doctors. The doctors were handing out antibiotics like fucking crazy, right? Like fucking candy, dude. They're just like, here's antibiotics. Just take your antibiotics mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, you don't have COVID or whatever. Or it'll help. Or we don't even know. Just take them. Um, <laughs> so everybody this year has been like fucking sucking down antibiotics like like lifesavers. And uh, yeah, out comes this, this strain of gonorrhea that's running around like crazy that... <laughs> Is like ruining people's lives because <laughs> if there's like if there's one STD, at least that a man doesn't want to get, it's definitely gonorrhea. It's definitely super gonorrhea. Yeah, and then to add super onto that gonorrhea, like 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 men in particular are are pretty lucky when it comes to STDs, uh, things like chlamydia and stuff like that. Like you don't always get. Uh, uh, symptoms of having chlamydia and the long-term effects of chlamydia on a man aren't as bad as they are on a female. Um, like chlamydia can like wreak havoc on a woman, but gonorrhea <laughs> is just bad for everybody, dude. <laughs> it is not good. Like I'm pretty sure that's the one that like basically makes your dick fall off. Right. Like that's the one where it like <laughs> turns into a zombie dick and like fucking dies so. and falls off. Like, I know that you're going to have, like, fucking, like, gross-ass, like, green, brown discharge coming out. And, you're like, you're going to have problems. Yeah. Basically, just, just be careful who you fucking wrap it. Yeah, also, like, why uh, are you fucking randos without a condom it, during a pandemic, dude? Like, come on. Come on. People are stupid. Yeah, like... Or just don't care. God, you're going to get super gonorrhea. <laughs> like, no, nowhere is safe. We are all fucked. <laughs> you can't even have sex anymore okay if there was ever a time to fucking be safe it's right now yeah. with super gonorrhea and covid and he, mouse there's poop somebody virus. there's somebody who had some sort of dirty one night stand with somebody who had covid and super gonorrhea in a room with mouse shit and, and got just, all three at the same time fucking died <laughs> And they literally oh spontaneously God. combusted. It's, it's so bad. Devin is literally calling into my Alexa right now. Devin, I'm I am doing a podcast. I was just wondering if you wanted nachos. I I will t- uh, I I will have nachos after the podcast, but I appreciate it. Okay, We're talking about super gonorrhea. I love you too. <laughs> Bye. Oh.
<laughs> I don't know if you heard her. She's like, ow. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that's it. I, I know that. Dude, Eve, that's enough. <laughs> Eve six called out the dead Kennedys on, uh, on, oh, yeah, on Twitter last night, which was pretty fucking funny. Uh, for the record, Jello Biafra is not in the dead Kennedys anymore. Uh, so, you know, take that as you will. But fucking Eve Six, I didn't even know they were still alive anymore, let alone a band. <laughs> like, what song did Eve Six do? I don't know. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Somebody, somebody, one of the three people chilling out in here knows E Six and is probably a big Eve Six fan. I guarantee it. They don't want to say anything. But one of the, one of one of you three know Eve Six. <laughs> I know it. It's probably Kit. it's probably kit just calling her out you were alive in the 90s not this time time. (laughs) (laughs) all right tyler well anyway uh i think it's i think it's that time in the podcast where i ask you it's gonna happen how was your anime week that was a weaker one i wasn't ready for it it wasn't you started it how could you not be ready for it i don't know i just like i I wasn't ready for it how was your how was your your anime week tyler slash uh month and a quarter well i I will tell you first of all i got to watch anime this week nice that i wanted to this is the first time since i want to say october yeah that i have watched something of my own fruition and not for work well, that's good. Same. It, it was cool. Nice. I'm not going to lie. It was like, I got really into it. I got this. I, I think it was like this freeing experience Fuck of yeah. uh, like, I, I imagine that it's how it, how uh, the <laughs> Jews felt when Moses led them out of Egypt, you know, like, damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like the Red Sea parted and I could see all the wildlife like on each side. Nice. As I walked toward freedom, it, it was a beautiful experience. And I only watched one show, but I watched it all the way through in like four days. Didn't you say it was like uh, 50 episodes too? Yeah, it was 47 episodes. Jesus. Nice. Yeah, I got into it, man. I was watching like 10 episodes a day. So what, so, so what was it? Uh, So I watched Nana, which is a 2009 Madhouse production. Nice. What did uh, you, you? Oh, you you had to you had to sail the seven seas to find that one. Yeah, I could not find this fucking thing. I had to sneeze. Oh god, wait. <laughs> there it is. Okay. I would say um, bless you, but Jesus isn't listening. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't listen to my people. Um, despite the fact that he is my people. That's true. Uh, yeah. But what what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I watched Nana. Um. And it is impossible to find anywhere. It's not on Crunchyroll. It's not on Funimation. It's not on Verve. It's not on High Dive. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. It's not on anything. Disney Plus? Nope. It's not on... It, you it, When you look it up, it's like, oh, Amazon Prime. And then Amazon Prime, you go onto it. And it's like, nope, not available. That's uh, what they do with fucking everything, okay? Like, I just yep. want to point this out right now. Amazon will tell you that they have it. They don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do. But generally, they don't. Uh, yeah. There is one place that you may not have checked that might have had it, which was uh, Retro Crush might have had it. It's a 2009 show. Retro Crush does stuff like like from like they it, it, it they do classic classic and oddities as well. 
I'm going to look right now. I bet you it's not there. Okay. Yeah, Tyler sent me a picture of Nana. Looked pretty cool. It's not there. Okay. Something about punk rock girl. Yeah, it's not there. If you want to buy the CDs, uh, they're about $200. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so it's like it's, out it's, of print, too. It is, like, impossible to find. Yikes. Uh, the only the only way that I was able to find it was by sailing the high seas. And even then, I was only able to find a uh, 480p version. Mm. So, like, that's how hard it was to find. It looked fine. Isn't but, like, it was, it was hard to find, for sure. Is it in, is it in four by three? No. Uh, okay. Weird. Yeah. No. It's full screen, but the only way the only one that I was able to find was in four eighty. Okay. Uh, uh. Well. Okay. I did find the seven twenty version that I downloaded in case we ever want to cover it, but it's in like Italian or Spanish. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I like how Europe gets like these like random weird anime that they become like huge fans of. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So. But, so you watched all of it. I watched all of it. I watched it all the way through in the yeah. last week. And I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Um, it has this sort of domestic girlfriend vibe to it. Nice. Where Yeah, where like it kind of becomes a trash fire and then continues to throw oil on the fire. Love that. You know? I love that. Uh, but I would also say that uh, – and I've read this online too. A lot of people did not like the ending – uh, the ending is a little melodramatic considering the rest of the show. That being said, I kind of understand why. Like, I think it was a, a choice. And I want to read the manga because people who have seen it have told me, watch the anime first, then read the manga because the manga makes the anime look shallow. Okay. So I'm probably going to find that and then start reading that this week. It's probably uh, on manga cock a lot. I mean, if the probably. fucking DVDs are that expensive, I can't imagine being able to find the manga if it right. even was ever translated. Like, that's that's an issue that I've run into, like, quite a few times where, like, there will be an anime that I like that's, like, weird, you know, like Nana, and then I'll mm-hmm. look for the manga, and the manga was just never fucking translated. Right. It's bullshit. But yeah, it, it is uh, it is a really interesting show. I think there's a lot of people who are going to have a very different opinion on it than me, um, specifically because of just past relationships that I've had. Like that show hit me hard for a lot of reasons. There are a lot of things that I saw in. Let, let me let me back up really quick. Yeah, like what's the, the show premise? is about two women, both named Nana, who end up being roommates essentially, mm-hmm. and they're very very different people. One's a punk rocker. Uh, And the other one is, like, this bubbly, overly energetic, like, girl who is super immature and needs attention constantly and and is codependent with every single person she meets. I see. So, like, somebody who's a punk rocker is typically pretty fucking independent and doesn't give a fuck about anyone, you know? Like, that's, like, the vibe. Yeah. And and then the other Nana is is kind of like a polar opposite. But there are but they become good friends of this sort of thing, whatever. Uh and then issues arise, as you might expect. Um but basically the the super bubbly Nana uh reminded me a lot of one of my exes. Oh. in a lot of different ways. And I have a lot of trauma from that ex. And I was like, ooh, there's a lot of shit in this in the like she's really well written to be really fucking problematic in ways that a lot of people won't realize. Hell yeah. 
Well, you should. I mean, you should read the manga. It sounds like something that we could do a pretty good, pretty good video. Yeah, on. I, I, I'm interested in doing a video on it because it's so hard to find. You know? Yeah. Like I feel like it might just do well because nobody has been able to find it or or see it or watch it or whatever. I see. Uh, Omni says the manga is licensed in the U.S. by Viz. So, well, there you go. It's probably people in our Discord have told me to read the manga, so I assume that it's very easy to get the manga. Nice. Uh, but the manga is also not finished, and it's been on hiatus for ten years. Oh, jeez, one of those. So it's like fucking berserk, dude. Right. So, like, I don't know where the manga ends compared to the anime. Like, I don't. I don't know. Anything about if it continues the story anymore, I kind of hope it does. I want to see uh, how some things lay out. Um, but but I, I found it very interesting, uh, to say the least. Right and I, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she was yelling at the bubbly Nana like she was yelling at uh, Subaru. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of... Uh, nice. Of how fucked that uh, Nana is in so many ways. I like how aggressively into anime... Amy gets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like she's that's, watching that's sports. That's how she is. It's great. <laughs> what, what was that? It's like she's watching sports. Right. It's like, oh, I missed the a fucking sports. field goal. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, who hired this? Who, 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 who traded this guy? That's funny. Yeah, it's like that, but about their emotional state. About cartoons. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Subaru, did you check out the new episode of ReZero yet? I haven't gotten around to it. I, I, I'm very excited to. I, I know that I have that. I know that I promised Neverland. Uh, so I'm going to probably watch both of those things over the weekend. I'm excited uh, for this season of Promise Neverland. Uh, so I have read all of the manga of Promise Neverland, and that shit gets fucking wacky as fuck, dude. Like, right. Like this whole this whole kind of like existential horror that was really the first season kind of it changes not for a long time, but it does change. And as the world opens up and you learn more about it, it's, it's very interesting. I actually, there's, I, I haven't finished the last like three or four chapters of the manga. Uh, Cause I know a lot of people was, were bitching about how bad it was. And after demon slayer, I I'm kind of, I'm kind of traumatized by <laughs> manga endings. Demon slayers ending with such shit. <laughs> was, oh really? <laughs> it, I mean, it was like, they had a choice, right? They could either kill the. They, they could. They they had a shonen anime choice or shonen manga choice where they could have killed the big bad guy, and then another big bad guy could have come around, or they could have killed the big bad guy and said that was it. That was a big bad guy. It's over. Um, they chose the. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. So like the last fight in the manga goes on for a very long time, but it's not, I mean, nowhere near, nowhere near the Huacamundo into like the Aizen arc. <laughs> it's not Bleach. 150 it, chapters. It's not 350 <laughs> chapters. I think the, I think Demon Slayer in total was like 180 chapters or something like that. Um, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's been, I, I finished it like when it was finished. So that was, What's that this year? Was that last year? I can't even fucking remember anything anymore. It's, time time doesn't make sense. Yeah, anymore, time dude. is meaningless right now. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, the the end of Demon Slayer was definitely fucking stupid. That last chapter was so stupid. Um, so I, I am a little worried about the Promise Neverland. Uh, and the Promise Neverland was very weird. I was hoping it would go in a different direction and continue on, um, but it didn't. So that kind of blew. But I I know that this season will be good, and I think a lot of people are gonna like it. Um, it it's it's pretty like. I remember this segment in the manga and it was pretty fucking cool. The rest of, I'm interested in where ReZero is going to go because from what- Like where it's going to end? Yeah, because from what I can remember, uh, this arc is almost done. Hmm. So I don't know. I just don't know. But there are things that we haven't seen. Um so I don't know how much they're going to put into each episode. Like, I don't know how they're going to, st- they're either going to stretch it out or they're going to finish it and they're going to go into the next arc. Um, but the next arc is, is very long as well. Like arc four and arc five are both fucking really long. Um, but arc right. five well, is also, it, it's really crazy. It seems like they've been kind of, their, their MO has been sort of just to like blast through stuff. You know, kind of. Yeah. I mean, so I, I kind of think, I mean, at least like back when we were doing the bonsai Popcast uh, earlier last year and there, there was a ReZero episode every week. You were like, dude, they did like 10 plus chapters in one episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. So I would assume that they're just going to like blast through it and just keep going. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. But then the, then the thing is that there's no way that they could also finish arc five so if they do go into arc five they're going to stop like halfway through it right well they'll probably find a good cliffhanger moment and then piss everyone off with it yeah well that's the interesting thing about where they stopped in their first season is like it was a cliffhanger but it also wasn't because you didn't know what was coming like you didn't know like the hellstorm that was coming after that episode you you literally did kind of think that it was like a rainbow finish you know and then like <laughs> season two episode one you're like oh shit you know like here we go right here we go again like i don't know it's fucking fucking interesting but yeah those are those are gonna be good um have you what have else you watched is coming out this this uh, season? I don't. Oh, B Stars is coming out this season. Yeah, B Stars is back, which is like I. It makes me worry. Well, it hasn't it makes started, me, right? I don't think so. Well, B Stars doesn't. Netflix dumps, so like Netflix will do a whole season dump. Right. Yeah, they don't simulcast stuff. Um, and B Stars is a Netflix original, so I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what that's all about like or when it's supposed to happen but it kind of makes me sad because they already announced Beastars but they haven't announced Dorhedoro so I'm kind of thinking that that season 2 probably isn't going to come which is a real fucking bummer dude like Netflix yeah. has canceled some really good anime uh I was really like I was a huge fan of Knights of Sidonia I really liked that anime and they canceled it after season 2 with like really no finish so that fucking sucked Jeez, um, there is so much stuff coming out uh, in the next few days, dude. Well, I mean, think uh, about Dr. it. Dr. Stone starts again. Oh, shit, January. really? January 14th. Fuck yeah. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime is January 12th. Really? Oh, dude. Yes. This is going to be good. <laughs> Beastars was apparently yesterday. Oh, my God. Really? 
They just dropped season two yesterday. I haven't. Ch- I'm just. I'm looking on uh, uh, what my anime list right now. Uh, I'm gonna check Netflix. They might. Apparently, we got shit to watch, dude. Yeah, they might. Well, they might have put it on Netflix Japan, um, and not Netflix. That, that's America. a possibility. Let me be stars. My my anime list isn't always about like, oh yeah, this is when it's releasing in the United States. They're like, this right. is when you can start pirating it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Season. It's still just season one in the on Netflix in the U.S. Okay. So yeah, it'll probably drop in like a month or so. Right. Um, uh, but, but but all these things are coming back like that that already we have B stars we have ReZero we have that time I got reincarnated as a slime we have Doctor Stone we have Promise Neverland and uh, isn't the final season of uh, of Attack on Titan going on right now? Yes, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I think so. And for people so who've been all watching, all of those things are happening. Yeah, dude, you got to watch Attack on Titan, man. Like you got to you got to get back into it because that shit gets fucking crazy. And like I haven't uh, I read like way ahead into the manga, so I know why everybody's like right now because like Attack on Titan just gets so fucking nuts. Like so fucking nuts. Um Oh my god. Like yeah, I actually I'm going to I'm going to fucking watch that or read it and just like finish it so I know what goes on cuz it was it, yeah. w- it really did. I was like it threw me for a huge fucking loop. Um, for all of its flaws, Attack on Titan, which like, I'm not saying that I personally think Attack on Titan has a lot of flaws, but a lot of people have a lot of issues with Attack on Titan. I fucking love that show. Um, it is another one that once it's done, we could do like a full fucking video on the entire series. Yeah. That would be really cool. With our new schedule, that could be a really good idea too. Yeah. And I, and I think that we should, because Attack on Titan made a huge impact on modern anime, uh, with it. I mean, because, uh, you know, it is it is hyper violent it is incredibly violent. That is a brutal, brutal show on. It's 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 berserkian level, you know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. like everybody's like, oh, this is a Dark Souls of like this genre, like like Attack on Titan is another like kind of berserk level manga and anime. Uh, and it became hugely popular. Like when I was in college, uh, my my computer professor wore an attack like a like a scouts regiment jacket to school every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> a, you know he was and he was like a he was a computer professor, so he had like this big beard and glasses. But then he had on this like little tiny scout regiment's coat because they're like only half coats, so it, like goes to your like rib cage. It's fucking funny, yeah. dude. Yeah, so like a lot of people fell in love with that show, and like the merch was everywhere. It was ridiculous. But yeah, you should you should get on that. That's one of those ones that I think you're really gonna like. It's it's cool because like it's also one of those shows where like nobody is safe, and I really like that. That's like one of the things that I liked about The Walking Dead as much as I did. Just um, people could die whenever. Yeah, it doesn't you know? matter how much nobody you has plot character. armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, like I yeah, well, I read The Walking Dead way 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 ahead of the show. I started reading it before the show ever came out. Uh, cause I was living in that, in that nerd house. Like it was one of the places that I was squatting and, uh, a couple of my friends, there were huge comic book nerds. And I was always like an X-Men guy. I was read mm-hmm. like X-Men and X-Men spinoff stuff. And, uh, I believe the walking dead is an image comic. And I was just like, yeah. I don't read, I don't read fucking image comics. They do like weird indie shit. You know what I mean? Like, and he was <laughs> like, no, you got to check out the walking dead, dude. 
and I did. It was it was fucking awesome. And there's one character that dies like pretty late in the story, at least back then. That and I was like, what the fuck, man? And he dies in such a horrible, brutal, awful, sad way. Like I don't think I've ever cried reading a comic book, except for that part. Like like The Walking Dead was fucking sick, and Attack on Titan is a lot like that. Um, I mean, that's what what, what we need to do, right? Because based on what we're going to be doing with the channel, which in in case you haven't heard, I can't imagine people are on this podcast and haven't seen the newest video on our channel, mm. but we're dropping our regular weekly schedule in, in, in form in, in, and instead doing more in depth and probably longer form content that we will finish when we finish it. Right. And then we'll put it out. We're, we're, we're basically, we're done cutting ourselves off at the neck. Uh, just to get something out weekly. Yeah. Uh, and, and fuck YouTube basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's also why we, I, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more, um, once we get into our next segment, but yeah, like we are, it, it's, it's important to us to make sure that we're doing the best job that we could. Um, you know, we, I put out a couple videos, uh, you know, that I had written like over these past couple months that I wasn't really happy with, you know, in the end, um, and it's funny cause I was like, this actually spins into, um, uh, my anime week, but, uh, I guess, so, so I was watching an interview with a, with a anime creator and he was saying that like, he was like, creators are greedy, you know, they want everything to be perfect and they always have regrets when they put stuff out and I want to minimize that feeling. And with YouTube's schedule demands, uh, it's just impossible you know, like if for the past, for the past two years on Bonsai Pop, Tyler and I have been coming up with an idea every week and then bringing that idea to fruition in four or five days, you know? Yep. And that was extremely taxing. You know, our patrons have watched us go through that. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not fair to creators to expect them to be able to churn out shit on that level or risk like homelessness <laughs> you know it's like it's <laughs> yeah. like if I, I don't know and, and like we don't want to put out like bullshit basically is is what it comes down to not that we think our videos are bullshit but our videos were they were as close to good as we could possibly make them within our time span you know as close to perfect right. as we could make them within our time span which wasn't close enough um and it was also like really like burnout inducing really bad, you know, especially when you're doing a, a a variety type of thing, you know, it's like we could have picked an anime and just become that channel, you know, like, uh, what's his face? Um, Naruto explains. Yeah. Naruto explains geekdom one oh one. you know, like they're dragon ball and Naruto channels exclusively. And that's really good and really healthy for your channel. But then you're stuck talking about one thing for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, and if you stray from that, your subs are just like, fuck that. Fuck you. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. we also like, we also, I mean, I know I have attention issues and I just can't like, I get so bored, like talking about the same thing over and over and over again. So I just, I just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it when, you know, we were on tree school. We can't fucking do it now. So we yeah. got to try and make Basically, it Basically what I was going to say is that because we're doing longer form content, we should figure out this month what we want to do for our first video just so that I can start like watching it if I haven't, you yeah. know? Well, 
right. I mean, have you watched anything else? That is what I did this week. Was okay. I, I watched those forty-seven episodes. So I have I have also been able to watch anime for the first time in three months. Uh, that wasn't work related, which was nice. And it's also nice because last season is basically over now. So I get yep. to just kind of like binge through things. So the first thing that I watched on a whim was, uh, is it wrong to pick up a girl or to pick up girls in a dungeon season three? Now I had started watching season one, like two or three times about a year, year and a half ago, and I couldn't get into it. And then I don't remember, I started watching it. I like, I tried watching it again. Uh, and I, fi- I, I finally got into it and then I watched through that in season two. And then I watched like the OVAs or something like that. And I, I ended up really liking the show and then season three came out and I was busy. So I wasn't able to watch it. So I watched all of it. Uh, and it was pretty good. Like they're doing, I, I don't know if you know anything about the show, Ty, not really. No. So basically it's like, it's this world where, <laughs> uh, gods came down to earth to basically live amongst their, their children. They call them, you know, humans, uh, mm-hmm. and demi humans and whatnot. There's like dog people It's in, it, and, and like Fox people and elves. And it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like ReZero type of world, kind of like a shield hero type of world. But anyway, mm-hmm. so they form these familias, right? So, like, they pick and choose, like, certain uh, people to be within their, like, close circle uh, who go into the dungeon, right? So there's this big fucking, like, never-ending dungeon that goes down and down and progresses uh, in danger the farther you go down. So there's, you know, they're basically raiders or adventurers or whatever that are part of these gods' familias. So it all circles around this one kid um, whose name fucking escapes me right now. I know it starts with a B, uh, whatever. Um, but uh, he and this, like, goddess, Belle. Yeah, Belle. Omni says Belle. Yeah, it's a Belle. <laughs> but uh, so him and his goddess, they're, like, all alone. And... Um, as like the first season goes through, he starts picking up more people and he has this special skill where he will grow like exponentially if he is in love with somebody. So in the first episode, he's about to get fucking murdered by a minotaur and this like girl who's like a fencer type thing saves him and he like falls in love with her. And uh, as time goes on, he like becomes a hero and shit. And then this third season, um, they find monsters in the dungeon that are intelligent and it kind of like brings about this whole like philosophical like fucking nightmare for everybody because they're like, oh, well, you know, we kill monsters. That's like that's what we do, you know, but here's this like peaceful you know, group of monsters that think and they have feelings and they can talk and like, what do we do about it? Um, and it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Some of it's a little bit cheesy. There's a character in there, um, who unfortunately is like the main monster character that like drives me nuts. You know, she's like <laughs> a little kid type character. Um, mm. and this is a little bit of a harem anime kind okay. of, but not in like, it's not, in etchy by any means. Okay. Um, 
So I don't know. It's interesting. It's very well animated, uh, though I don't think this season was as well animated as the previous two. So mm. that was good and enjoyable. And then I've been watching, um, I've been catching up with Yashahime, which right. is the sequel to Inuyasha. Most people know that. Like I'm a really big Inuyasha fan. Yashahime is uh, the continuation of the story of Inuyasha through his child and his brother Sashomaru's twins. Um, and it's good. Like it definitely has the feeling of Inuyasha, but it is lacking one thing that made Inuyasha as compelling as it was so far. Right. I haven't, I haven't finished the first season or anything like that. I honestly, I don't even know if it's still running or like how many episodes they're planning on doing, but it does seem to be lacking the romance. That, mm. And that was such a huge part of Inuyasha. That was such a big reason why people continued to tune in, even though so much of it was repetitive. Like Inuyasha was very repetitive. Right. Um, you know, they're chasing like this one fucking dude for like 500 episodes, you know, mm-hmm. like, but people wanted to see if, uh, Moroku and what's her face were going to end up together. And if Inuyasha and Kagome were going to end up together. And that was, that was a big draw. And the main characters of this sequel, they're all girls. Two of them are related and they're all related actually. Uh, now that I think about it. So it's like, I don't know if like a boy is going to come into the situation or, you know, fuck if a girl's going to come into a situation or what, but there is definitely, um, it is lacking that compelling romantic aspect to it and i think they're trying to make up for that by leaving you wondering what's happened to all the adults because like inuyasha hasn't been in it kagome is not in it um sango and moroku aren't in it they're, like they're kind of like mentioned here and there they're like told about in stories here and there sango's little mm-hmm. brother is in there um and uh lady kaede are there but again it's like nobody's really fucking talking about like what happened to inuyasha or anything it's very strange. Um, so I am enjoying it. I'm just like, I'm waiting for it to really hit that like Inuyasha kind of level. Also Inuyasha was, was kind of, it was kind of an etchy, you know, like there was, a, there was like, there's a little bit of perverse humor to it. And that also mm-hmm. really hasn't happened in this, but again, it's like they're fucking kids. So you can't right, really so, do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's all, it's interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, right now, I'm I'm a little bit more than lukewarm on it. And then I watched. Uh, so <laughs> I w- I made my Christmas list this year. I just threw a bunch of shit on it. You know, I was just mm-hmm. like, whatever, whatever. I'll throw you know, like manga or anime DVDs and stuff. And one of the ones I threw on was called Kite or a Kite, and I like. I didn't expect anybody to buy it for me. Uh, but of all people, Devin's mom, uh, or my, <laughs> my mother-in-law to be bought it for me. <laughs> and this is, this is a hentai. <laughs> like, like <laughs> kite, kite is a hentai. Um, there is full penetration Did you know that before you put it on. No, uh, okay. I, I figured that it was bad because on the cover, it says absolutely not for children. Mm-hmm. on the cover of this blu-ray um but yes there is full uncensored penetration in this movie um 
I really hope that your uh, mother-in-law-to-be went to a store to buy that. No, no, she she got it on Amazon. I'm I'm um, upset by that. I want the cashiers. I want to see the the cashiers look (laughs) as Devin as Devin's mom purchases this obvious hentai. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like it is a dark story. Uh, it, it it's extremely dark. Um, and there's uh, apparently it was revolutionary for whatever reason. Um, mm. you know, like watching it now, it seems like another nineties, you know, very, very edgy anime flick. Um, there's also this very funny, uh, part in the beginning where you get a warning and it's like warning, there are no children in this anime. All characters featured are 19 plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like that's that is, a good sign that is definitely not true um <laughs> this movie was made in 1997 which was uh-huh. before uh that japan ban. had solidified their rules on that kind of imagery uh mm-hmm. and basically the movie is about a girl who is an assassin uh the reason it's called a kite is because she's basically strung to these middlemen right who are who are uh pulling these assassinations together for her they're like you know finding the clients for her and it turns Mm -hmm. out that uh her parents were murdered and she's also having sex with the man that she's working for as an assassination who also has adopted her and this has been happening since like the first day he brought her home when she was apparently 19 doesn't uh-huh. you know what i mean so like it's 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 super fucked up it's an ova uh it's not that long but it, apparently it was a huge deal uh i'm not entirely sure why they made a live action movie out of it in 2014 starring wow. samuel L. jackson <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> and it Holy got really shit. bad reviews um but like yeah i don't know like like so i've stumbled upon this this piece of animation uh, and randomly gotten it and watched it over the week uh, over the weekend and apparently it's very important to to animate an adult animated as an x-rated film um so yeah i mean i would say watch it uh i would say if you there are definitely trigger warnings all over though <laughs> like just like <laughs> If you have if you have issues with anything, don't watch this film. I don't know. It's like like this film should not be viewed by anybody. Uh, but if you are okay with that and understand that, I would uh, recommend it for you. That being said, we will not be showing it in the Patreon viewing parties. Uh, it is knowing what I've seen with it. It is too graphic. It is actually too graphic for our Patreon viewing parties. And we Hopefully have watched that doesn't happen here. today with what we're it, watching. I mean, that's the thing that we don't have any responsibility because we haven't watched it. So we don't know. Um, right. But yeah, uh, besides that, I have been reading the Akira manga, which is really good. I got Devin the uh, box set, the 25th anniversary box set of it for her birthday this year and she hadn't touched it yet so i opened it up like we got them all in hardcover and uh it's it's first of all is really well drawn um the author who i can't remember the mangaka i can't remember his name but he's very good with geometry uh which shines through really well like apparently drawing a motorcycle is like one of the hardest things to draw period for whatever reason and not only is he good at that, but he's very good at like showing the, the scenery 
around um and especially you know it's it's neo tokyo in 2019 and like it's it's a very solid set piece that he that he's very good at drawing like you really feel like the characters are in this excellent city and like um it's funny uh what's his face shapes i think was giving me grief about my my bitching about bleach's background art but it's like background art is important for me because you have to believe that your character is within an area you know what i mean um oh alpha sigma's uh heading out hey thanks for stopping in dude it was good seeing you but uh yeah then on top of that the manga for akira is completely different from the movie like not even just like a little bit not even like here or there it's just completely fucking different um and in a good way, I think it's it's like it's like being able to enjoy the experience of Akira in a completely different way. And I'm really excited to to finish the rest of it. Um, unfortunately, reading makes me sleepy, so I, I usually get like 40 pages done. And I'm like, can I die? But um, I think that'll be a really good video for the future. Is to kind of talk about the entirety of Akira and what it is and what it means. Um, and I'd love to go into the history of the mangaka. And, you know, the film process, because not only was that an amazing film on its own, even without the manga behind it, um, you know, it was it was also like it, it was all around the entire series is a huge achievement. So uh, it, it's it's very interesting. The whole thing is very interesting. A lot of it kind of reminds me of Watchmen a little bit, um, mm-hmm. which I, I read in high school. And it's it's just good, dude. Like I, I highly recommend the Akira manga, um, but I think th- I think that's it. I think that's I, that's my anime week, dude. Nice, dude. I, I have one more thing. It's not anime, uh, but it is the best thing that I have been watching for like the last few months. Uh, the Star Trek Discovery season three just ended. And if you are into sci-fi and have not watched Star Trek Discovery, you should watch that show. Is it like a modern Star Trek? Yeah, it is. It is the most recent Star Trek. How are you watching it? Uh, I have CBS All Access. Really? <laughs> yep. Just for that. Yep. Nice. Fuck yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, it's super fucking worth it. Fuck yeah. Just for that one show. I, I mean, I'm gonna cancel it now that it's over, and then I'll re up again in October when season four comes out. But How I have not it? been so excited for a show since like the original Game of Thrones seasons damn like it's that level of good and if you like star trek or if you like sci-fi you need to watch this show it is the best that star trek has ever been ever in anything like the best show it's better than any of the movies it's movie quality production in a weekly tv show it's better than star trek next generation way better better. how do you get better than way better generation dude and i've watched like a lot of, of next generation uh it's way better like I'm not even kidding. All right. Is it is it more Star Warsy? Is there like more like fighting and shit or or what? Like, no, no, it is Star Trek to the core. Hmm. Like it, it is a modern Star Trek that actually takes place. The first season takes place before any other Star Trek. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't like that I would they keep going back. I want to go for it. Like, I want to know more about the Borg. Dude, I want to know more dude, about the... don't fucking worry. Yeah? Like, you, if you like Star Trek, you should watch this. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I'll have to check it out. It is 
unbelievably good. Kit, Kit says the next generation doesn't age well. Jordy LaForge is a serious creeper. I really like <laughs> disco. <laughs> Listen, Jordy had his own. What's what's his name? Lamar Burton. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Lamar Burton uh, definitely hated that thing that he had to put on his eyes. Apparently, he couldn't see through it. Like he could barely see the entire show. <laughs> I love every character and the next dude, the next generation, like Patrick Stewart, man, as the captain, like, you know, they made a, a, a another Star Trek with Patrick Stewart, right? Really? Yeah. There's an entire show called Picard that came out, I think, two years ago. Oh, shit. Interesting. Kit says he goes full incel with the holodeck thing. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Fucking. But yeah. So, Kit, if you liked Picard. Uh, Discovery is infinitely better than Picard. Jeez. I watched... Like, it's, it's really good. I watched Through the Community with Devin, um, over the, like, the past couple months, and... Oh, you uh, watched Through Community? The episode with Lamar Burton was fucking hilarious, where, uh... Yeah. What's... It, Childish Gambino was, like, fucking, yep. like, freaking out. <laughs> just, like, screaming. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his fucking name right now, but I know exactly the episode that you're talking about. I've watched yeah. Through Community also. The Community is really funny. It takes a bit to get into it, but once you do, it's it's very funny. I like it better than Rick and Morty for sure. But I, honestly, I think Rick and Morty was just spoiled for me by Rick and Morty fans. Um, that, oh. That's fair. I mean, they're both Dan Harmon, except for I think season three of Community is not Dan Harmon. I want to say. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't know. But uh, the the last thing for the anime week is I've started finally. Um, so like I've been picking up a bunch of Blu-rays and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm finally starting to watch through my gotcha man box set and uh, right i saw you tweet about that yeah dude it's really good like it's fucking fascinating man like that show so i've had a, a dvd of gotcha man for i don't know like 10 years now that i picked up at i don't know where honestly but um you know had had the first couple episodes on it but gotcha man is a kid's show and it's so influential to so many of the the mangaka and the and the anime directors that we know now in fact it was funny um so the blu-ray for kite had special features on it that i watched through and two two of them were directors director and producer interviews and uh they were both asked you know like who inspired you and stuff like that and they were like oh the old 70s show like gachaman and you know a couple others inspired me i was like these guys who did this fucking movie were inspired by gotchman like that's ridiculous you know so when i started watching it it's like i don't know it's like uh one of the things that the guys said one of the produ- the one of the things the producer said he was like he was like i don't understand americans and they're like the way that they look at television like it's really stupid you know when you watch movies on on cable and they block out violence and and gore and stuff like that he's like kids know it's there they should just show it you know, like, like, what are you, what are you saving a kid from, you know, when they don't see that stuff? Like you, like you're teaching them that, that stuff that they should be super duper afraid of that they shouldn't see that it's bad, you know, like that it's not natural or something like that. Um, so I'm watching gotcha man, like fucking people die, dude, in that show, Mm -hmm. like straight up get like fucking crushed, burned, like, like the military shows up all the time. They're launching fucking mortars and stuff. Like there's like fucking laser beams. Like there's this one episode where this kid's dad died 
uh, because of because of the evil like faction or whatever. His plane went down and he fucking died. And his like uncle, <laughs> his kid keeps going to the airport every day, like waiting for his dad to come home. And like anytime the kid is like kind of fucking naughty, his uncle's like, "Hey, you gotta be good, or your dad's not gonna come home." And even though his uncle knows that his fucking dad is dead, dude. And then <laughs> the big bad guy shows up, and he's dressed like he has this like you know fake like thing on and he looks just like this kid's dad and he pretends to be the fucking kid's dad and then gotcha man like beats him up in front of the kid so the kid's freaking out and he thinks that gotcha man fucking beat up his dad and then his dad fucking leaves and and gets into this giant mummy like fucking mech and starts blowing up the fucking airports now this kid thinks his dad is like this evil dude it's it's so fucking crazy like at one point the dude had like a gun to the kid's head and i was just thinking about that episode of pokemon that they cut from American television where Jesse and James mm-hmm. had like guns and shit like that. I was like, right. man, fucking Japanese kids in the seventies were watching like five year olds with fucking Lugers to their dome. Like, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Gotcha man is so good. They're and, and they talk about like adult things like uranium. Like the first episode was all about like getting this uranium supply back from this terrorist organization and shit like that. And it's like what the fuck? <laughs> like, like you're feeding kids like nuclear energy and like nuclear warhead ideas like in the seven. Like awesome. Gotcha man is fucking cool. It is. It is a good show. Um, but yeah, so that that's it. That's it for my my anime week. Now that okay, I, I remember. I have one more thing that I have to talk about. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I just I just saw this on Twitter and I have to share. We are in it's hour Olive Garden's response to the riots. Who's whose response? Olive Gardens. Oh my god, okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah, oh, I'm ready. At Olive Garden, we're all family here. Our traditions, like unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks, have been enjoyed by many guests from all over the country and throughout the entire political spectrum. It has come to our attention that a few of our guests have taken part in a vicious attack on our nation's capital. We have worked with the FBI and the Holiday Inn in Washington, D.C. to identify several guests who both frequent our restaurants and participated in the violent upbringing. Uh, uprising against our government this week. In response, Olive Garden has invalidated our never-ending pasta pass for several guests and revoked a lifetime pasta pass from Sean Hannity. (laughs) Olive Garden is dedicated to creating a safe and delightful environment for our guests with what we call... uh, Hospitaliano. This year has been difficult for many of us, and we cannot wait to see your family smiling at our restaurants once again. Until that time, your favorite dishes from Olive Garden are available to order online for both pickup and delivery. Oh my god, I want to go to the Olive Garden <laughs> so bad now, dude. Dude, me too, but how fucking funny is that? That's so funny. Dude, good <laughs> for them, man. Their terrorist responses to invalidate pasta passes. <laughs> no, no pasta for you, man. No pasta for you. <laughs> Alright, well, generally, this is the point where we talk about we talk about Patreon. We talked about Patreon a bit in the beginning, but uh, just quickly, right now, um, Patreon is our support. Patreon is our income. And if you want us to be able to continue to do what we do, we highly recommend joining the Patreon. Uh, when we put out our last video and basically explain to people that we are trying to up the level and the quality of our content and that we are going to need support 
to do that because, you know, like basically like if you're not pumping out videos, you're not pumping views, you're not getting money, right? So like if you want to see better things from us, if you want to allow us to create bigger and better projects, things that will stand the test of time um, and have the space in the room to be able to do that. Uh, the Patreon is absolutely a place for you. You get discounts on merch. You get like entrance into the community, which is amazing. Like the fact that we can get over 200 new people in and not have any problems, especially during the political upheaval that happened yesterday, that really says something about about the people that are here with us and they're fucking awesome. So I just want to say thank you to all of you out there who have joined. Um, our lowest tier is a dollar. If you are interested in joining, that's four quarters a month. That is like, literally, you can't buy anything cheaper than that at this point with this, you know, in our economy. Uh, so, and it, it's worth it just for the Discord. Yeah. Like the we make the best thing about the community at the cheapest at the cheapest level. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we do that on purpose. We want anybody to be able to join. We just need some sort of barrier to entry that will basically keep assholes out. And it does. Amazingly, <laughs> it really does. a dollar keeps out the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Assholes are cheap. So anyway, guys, uh, let's move on to video games. I said <laughs> go for so fucking long we're gonna have to keep this shit. Well, yeah we we are going to pick one or two video games each and cut it there and then we'll come one. back next week with more i only have one to talk about so oh, okay yeah well what, why got, don't you i've got you so go many first. but i'll pick one okay so you, you want to go first this time or uh yeah i mean yeah i can go first uh so me and Devin have dove back into Fallout 76, uh, which obviously is the, the newest Fallout um, that came out 2018, I think, to misery and woe from all of us in the Fallout community. Uh, Devin and I got it on the PS4 back when it came out, and we played through it, and we had a really good time. But the only reason that we had a good time is because we played side by side with two TVs side by side on the coffee table. And, you know, we were always on a team together. We didn't have to worry about like, you know, team connections and stuff like that because we were just like right there in the same house. Um, and it was enjoyable and we played it and we finished it and that was it. Uh, you know, we didn't like there. There are people who got it when it came out and stuck with that game for the past two and a half years, three years and all the more power to you. Like that's fucking really weird. I don't know how you managed to do that because that game was so fucking broken. It was broken. There was no NPCs. The storyline was C tier, you know, like there was some fun things to do, but like, honestly, Fallout 76 was such a fucked up game. Uh, it made Bethesda look bad, which like, they had already kind of started to look bad, but then 76 was really bad. They dropped the ball all over the place. But within the past two years, they have like turned it into a game, uh, which is really cool. Uh, they have added in free DLCs that were like big upgrade expansions. Um, there's now three 
huge storylines that go on within the game. There's multiple factions, there's tons of NPCs, lots of extra quests, there's daily ops, there's events, there's all sorts of new power armor, which is really fucking cool. Like that's this is my first time playing a Fallout game where I'm really doing a power armor build, and I've been enjoying that uh, enormously. I'm really excited to like kind of get and collect all of the power armors and see how they go, and you know get like new paint jobs for them and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, there's definitely a big sense of accomplishment with that, and it's like it's crazy. There's so much to do now that there are parts of the map that huge like swaths of the map that I just haven't gotten to explore yet. Uh, and I've put over 76 hours into the game so far. Um, and the community has really uh, evolved quite a bit, which is really cool. Um, when we first started playing Fallout 76, it was mostly just a bunch of assholes that would like incite <laughs> PvP with you and, and kill you and take your shit. It was really, it was really lame. Uh, but I think now, like people are just so happy to see new people coming into playing Fallout 76 uh, that they're being nice. Like they're being really nice. Like me and Devin have actually <laughs> made three friends over Fallout 76 um, who are like sweet people that helped us out and like gave us a bunch of like gear in the game and stuff and like really like upped our level of understanding of like what's going on within the game, uh, which is really cool. That's yeah, 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 and it's like um, they also have a battle royale mode uh, called Nuclear Winter, which is actually uh, really workable. You know, like like if you're mm. if you're like a hardcore battle royale player, Fallout seventy six's battle royale mode is very good. Um, I'm not big into it. I wish I was because there are some uh, there's like some power armor skins and a lot of like materials for your base that you can only get through leveling up within the nuclear winter so that's kind of a bummer i mean eventually i'll probably get into it but that's kind of the that's the interesting thing about fallout 76 is that it's a rpg it's kind of an mmo but not really um it's like a loot and grind but it's also like the loot and grind you get to like put back into the like the sims house editor you can put your house anywhere (laughs) and like you can like build up this house and like you know really really customize it uh from posters to uh like furniture and you know what music you want to play in your house you can get stuffed animals to put on your bed and like you make all of these things with all this like junk that you loot and break down and weapons as well it's the same exact way and like it's just it's fucking nuts there's so much to do within that game um however however do not get it for anything but PC because it is absolutely unplayable on anything but PC. Like the frame rate when we went back, like I had to buy the fucking game again. Really? Twice because I had to get me and Devin a copy because we went back into it on PS4 and the frame rate was so unstable. Like, first of all, on PS4, it only ran at 30 to begin with. Mm -hmm. And now like because they added so much shit in it like goes between five to 30 and it's completely unstable it it was making both of us sick within five minutes of playing it wow yeah so if you're looking to get into fallout if you liked fallout 4 if you liked fallout new vegas if you liked fallout uh fucking three and you were like oh man fallout 76 sounds like it's so shitty now is the time 
to jump into that game because they have more DLC coming out. There's another Brotherhood expansion that's coming in, which is really cool. Um, and it's just it's just a whole lot of fun for sure. But uh, there don't there will still be some glitches. Okay, like that's going to happen. Like you will see, like every once in a while, if you look at an enemy from far away, they will like crab walk, you know, or just kind of like slide <laughs> across the screen. <laughs> like it's fucking really weird. Um, but yeah, I, I'm in, I'm enjoying it quite a bit, and it can be uh, it's really easy to party up with people. And one of the coolest things about the game um, is that you your character isn't static right like once you level once you reach level 50 you've gotten all of your special points which are like basically your stat points right so you can mm-hmm. kind of like D where you can put like x amount in strength and intelligence and that kind of shit um but your 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 points kind of work as like slots for these cards right so there's these things called like perk cards and uh you can move them around constantly, right? So like, say you really want to use big guns and you want to use shotguns. Well, all of those will be in strength. So if you have 15 strength, um, but you run out of bullets for your your like fucking Gatling gun, right? You can take mm-hmm. off all of your Gatling gun perk cards and then put on all your shotgun perk cards and then pull out a shotgun and be like fully, full leveled up on your shotguns. It's it's really it's really interesting. And then if you want it's very uh like malleable. Yes, yes. And, and and if you feel like you made a mistake with your build, as you continue to level up past fifty, you can move special points. So you can mm. take a special point and instead of getting a perk card, you can take a special point out of one special slot and put it into another one. So like say you started with like a lot of perception, you can take perception out and then put that point into luck if you wanted more luck. Right. So it's very cool. So like, you know, if you get tired with your build, you can completely rebuild your character. So it's awesome. I like it a that, lot. That, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So uh, what, what's what's what game did you want to talk about? I, I, I think I just need to get Assassin's Creed Valhalla off my chest. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's it's not a bad game, okay? I, I really like the Assassin's Creed series. I know that a lot of people uh, hate the Assassin's Creed series. I've been I've played almost every Assassin's Creed. I've played one through four for sure, uh, including, like, Brotherhood and Revelations. Like, Ezio Auditore was an awesome fucking uh, character, the best Assassin's Creed character by far. Uh, and then I, I played Odyssey, and now I'm on Valhalla. So I missed, like... Can I can I insert uh, something and shit. into there? Hmm. I feel like I don't feel like anybody necessarily hates Assassin's Creed. Like like if you we go just back hate to, Ubisoft. <laughs> well, yeah. Like if you go back to Assassin's Creed two or three, I don't know whichever one was in like Rome where you could like climb the Colosseum and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you go back to that and you play the game, I mean, God, I don't know what it feels like now, but I remember when it came out, it was like this is fucking dope. You know, yeah, like I this, think that's Revelations. I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think that's Revelations. But yeah, I love that. It, like, I don't, I think, like, objectively, good Assassin's Creed games are good games. And mm-hmm. the series, like, the idea of the series is pretty good. I think the problem with Assassin's Creed is, A, Ubisoft is fucked up. Uh, and, like, they're, you know, they're, they're, like, one of the most egregious offenders in the video mm-hmm. game industry. Like, next to Bethesda and EA. Um, 
And then on top of it, they throw out a new Assassin's Creed game every fucking year. And yeah, it's they like, don't take their time with it at all. Yeah, so like the Assassin's Creed games are kind of looked at as like the FIFA of adventure games, you know, where like there's Assassin's Creed bros that go out every fucking year and the only game they buy is Assassin's Creed. It's like Devin worked at GameStop for a while, you know, and Mm -hmm. I, I like shopped at GameStop all the time for a very long time. And it's like you see those dudes and you're like, I just don't want to be that dude. Like, I don't want right. to affiliate with that dude. So, therefore, fuck Assassin's Creed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, I just, wanted, I just wanted to put that in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, basically, uh, I, I like Assassin's Creed games because they, they mix history with fantasy, right? And I'm all about that. I really like history in general. And when you add fantasy elements or, like, mythical elements to that, I'm all in on that. I love that sort of shit. Mm. Um. But, but 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 the area typically has to interest me, you know. Like I didn't I didn't play Assassin's Creed three until like 2015 when it was free for something, you know. Where does so that I just, one take I didn't, place? It takes place in uh, Revolutionary War America. Oh, see, that sounds fun to me. Yeah, but like not nearly as fun as like ancient Greece, you know, which is what Odyssey was. Like being able to like be part of like. Uh, the war between Athens and Sparta, that's fucking where I'm at, you know? Uh, see, and and yeah, this is like another the, one. It's like the opposite for me. Like, I am so... I, I was sick of ancient Greece in sixth grade, dude. <laughs> like, I, I, I love that shit. I love ancient Greece and I love Greek mythology. And, like, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like, you get to fight, like, the Minotaur and shit. And, and like, there's, there's, like, mythical creatures that you can find that are, like... I, you get to, like, fight... I can't remember what the bull is, but, like, the bull that Hercules beats, you know? Uh, is that not the Minotaur? Or are you talking about the giant ass bull? The giant bull. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember what you know what I'm called. talking about. Like you get to fight that, you know, and you get like this awesome fucking reward for beating it, and it's really hard. Shit like that, I think, is awesome, and I loved it. I really liked Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I thought they did a really good job there. Uh, in this one, Valhalla, I really like Vikings, and I I, I like the stories of Vikings traveling to England, raiding and pillaging. Like if you've ever watched uh, The Last Kingdom. Uh, I'm all about that show. That's a great show. Mm. Um, I like that but, show too. I really like Norse mythology. Yeah, you you should check out uh, the Last Kingdom. It's a really good show on Netflix. What? Uh, but Valhalla has a lot of fucking issues, in my opinion. First of all, there's shit tons of glitches in like not a shit ton, but there's a good amount. There's enough glitches that when you find areas that are supposed to be glitched because they're anomalies i didn't go to it because at first i thought it was just a glitch from the that the game was doing oh (laughs) like (laughs) i didn't realize that that glitch was part of the game nice but like there's glitches where like i'll i'll go into water and i'll come out looking like a shiny vampire from twilight nice are you playing this what are you playing this on ps4 ps4 okay um, so, so there's shit like that, which is like the, the bottom, like the, the, the easiest part to fix. And it's not that big a deal. My biggest issues with the game is that I don't like the combat system very much. And I don't like the upgrading system very much. And they're, those are like two really big parts of the game, you know? I mean, combat. Uh, yeah. So what do they change it? 
Yeah, I, I would say Assassin's Creed Odyssey felt very good in the combat. Like, it was quick and it was fun. And it's much more, it's much slower, I would say, uh, in this. And, and you got to, like, be more precise about, like, okay, I have to parry now. And then I got to hit and I got to hit. Uh, I've, I've kind of gotten around that by dual-wielding daggers. Dual-wielding daggers breaks the game. So you're, you're, um, you're basically playing as uh, fucking What's-His-Face from that anime yeah actually yeah uh <laughs> mike's talking about vinland saga i can't vinland remember saga. the dude's name either but i'm basically playing as the main character from vinland saga nice uh and it breaks the game because you're so you you attack so much faster than every other character when you're dual wielding daggers that even though i'm doing less damage per hit i am probably hitting five times than i would hit with like a an axe or a hammer it's yeah. stupid your dps is and, and you just stunlock everyone with it, so it's it's insane. Nice. Um, so that has made the game better. But the other thing is like, there's not enough weapons in the game. When I played Odyssey, one of the things that I really liked was that getting weapons was like getting weapons in Borderlands. You were constantly getting new weapons that had different abilities, that were different types of weapons and different move sets, and and you leveled your weapons up that way, or you could spend time at at blacksmiths leveling up a specific weapon that you really liked in this game it you rarely find weapons right. like very very rarely out in the world you can buy them at shops uh but you basically very rarely find weapons and every single thing that you buy needs to be upgraded to match or get close to what you are already using so, like, I, I was using a hammer for a long time. To get a weapon that rivaled my hammer, I would need to have bought it and then spent a shitload of materials to level it up. Right. And the materials are annoying to find because it's not like in other Assassin's Creed's where it's like, ah, oh, here's a chest that I found because I found, like, an area on a roof. It's like every single fucking chest has some sort of dumb fucking thing to waste your time for you to open it. You have to, like, oh, this door is locked. Well, I have to fi figure out which window I can look through on the other side of the house to break the lock or, you know, like, something like that. And every single fucking chest. And there's different types of, of loot on the map. So th there's, like, loot that will give you, like, different ores so you can upgrade your weapons. And then there's just, like, regular loot that will give you, like, iron ore and silver and stuff that helps you. Uh, I, I shouldn't say upgrade. There are ingots that will help you uh, – what, what is the word that they use? I, I, I can't think of what it is right now. But, but basically, you can go to your blacksmith in your town, and then you can level up the quality of your weapon. So you go from like a bronze quality to a silver and then a gold. Right. And then you just find iron ore and other materials that will let you upgrade the actual damage that your weapon does. So when you so, – uh omni says tear up question mark. yeah so so when you tear up your weapon at your blacksmith it doesn't actually upgrade how well your weapon works it just allows you to upgrade the weapon more oh it's like unlocking upgrades yes ability. you yeah. unlock the ability to upgrade your weapon more yeah see, which i hate i hate that yeah that's gonna be soft dude they want that so like their idea is they want you to come back every fucking day and like grind this shit out. So it's like a lifestyle game or I guarantee you, I don't know, but I guarantee right now that you can buy materials. Can't you with real money? I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. 
Uh, that's if not, that I, would I haven't me. checked the Ubisoft shop. If they make you know? it that annoying, I'm surprised that they that they don't. It's allow not you like to. stupid annoying, but it gets annoying over time because I've stopped doing any side missions at all. I don't right. do any of them. There's Are no they reason. Repetitive. They're somewhat. Uh, when I first started the game, a lot of the side missions were very funny, but at this point, they're just a nuisance. They're just out of the way, and like the game is already long enough if you just do the main quest. Right. Uh, and most of them are annoying and like, they don't give you enough instructions on how to figure out what to do. They're, they're all like kind of puzzles that just don't give you quite enough information to figure out. Right. Right. Anyway. Uh, the other thing that I really hate is that a lot of the fucking quest lines, like they give you a quest object or, or like a, a, like, you know, a question mark. It's like, this is where you're supposed to go. A, a quest a marker. I can't think of what the fuck. It's, marker. Thank quest you. Marker. Jesus. <laughs> I, they give you a quest marker. And it's like, go to this area. Right. And it's 500 meters away, let's say. So you go towards the 500 meters and at 200 meters, that quest marker disappears. And the quest says, find whoever you're supposed to find. And then, so wait, does it turn into like a circle? So there's like an area no, where you need to find it just disappears. Oh, my God. It kind of reminds and me just, of The Witcher. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and it's just like, find the person. And I'm like, fuck you. Why? D- just let me go to them. I don't want to find them. Just show me where it is so that I can get on with my fucking quest. Uh, it makes me mad. It, you can still go to your map and see where the marker is. But that means that every fucking 10 seconds, you're looking at your fucking map to find the damn. Ugh, it's so annoying. I fucking hate it. But... The quest line or, or, or the overall storyline, I like a lot. There are tons of fucking areas to explore. The entire map is massive. It's like a massive portion of England. And then there is you get to go to America for part of it. So you get to do like a Vinland quest as well. Okay. Uh, so you get that map. You can go back to Norway. So there's that map. And then... Uh, you go on these fucking psychological trips where you take drugs and then you go to Asgard and there's those maps. <laughs> so the entire span and after Asgard, you go to Jotunheim. So there's that map. So like the entire game is unbelievably massive. Right. Like there is so much to explore, but there's no reason to explore most of it. See, <laughs> that sucks. I mean, like, so... That's, I mean, that's the problem with open world games, right? Is that if you don't put anything in the world, there's no reason to, like, go around the world. You have right. to well, have... Okay, here's the reason why there's no reason to go around the world. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, when you went around the world and you found, like, these mythical animals or whatever, right? When you beat them, you got awesome gear. Like, you got a new weapon or you got a new, like, chest plate or something that was related to that and it had a cool fucking... uh uh, uh uh, effect, you know. Yeah. In this, if you kill a mythical animal, which I've I've done like multiple times, if you find and kill these like mythical creatures, these legendary creatures, you get like something to put in your room. Oh, you have, you have a room. Yeah, but you you don't get anything that is of actual use to you. That's so funny. So Dude. it's like, what's the point? Why would I go through this hard thing if there's no, if I don't get anything at the end of it? That's cool. So I've just stopped doing it. Like, there's no reason to. That's a that's a that's a personality conflict with the game. So like, I don't know. I I don't know how like much you've followed, like 
people's complaints over the years about video games, but like one of their biggest like one of the biggest issues that people have had within video games like over the years is that they don't have a room. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> like I remember Splatoon, like Splatoon 2, for instance. Like everybody was screaming and fucking crying because they didn't have a room that they could like decorate and like it's like everybody wants a little bit of animal crossing in every single fucking game now and it's it's ridiculous so there there are people that would be super fucking compelled to go out and like kill things in order to like put that shit in their room like they just love i i don't fucking care i do not care i i want to kill a legendary animal should give me a legendary weapon or a legendary piece of armor that has a cool ability that's what i want from that I mean that's fair. You know, I don't I don't give a shit about cosmetics in games. Like I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm a I have spent, whore. <laughs> I have spent money on cosmetics in one game ever. Was it Fall Guys? No. Okay. What was, what I've never was spent it? money on Fall Guys uh, other than the initial game. Uh only Dead by Daylight have I spent money on cosmetics. Oh right. Yeah, but you you fucking love that game. Yeah, although I hadn't played it for 2 months until yesterday. Nice. Uh, but yeah, th- that's the only game that I've actually bought cosmetics in. But the, the game itself, I really like the quest, or I really like the the storyline so far. I love Viking mythology and North mythology. Like doing the Asgard stuff is awesome. You know, it's really cool to like see that world and see Jotunheim and stuff like that. Um, and see their renditions of Loki and Thor, which are like very different from my mental pictures of them because we've been corrupted by the fucking MCU. The Marvel Universe. Yeah, like... <laughs> so it, it's very cool to see, like, a completely different rendition of them, you know? But mm-hmm. uh, the overall game itself is just, like... It, it, it's... I'm still playing it, but I'm playing it because I want to get through the storyline and no other reason. Yeah. Speaking you know? of fucking storylines, I still haven't finished Yakuza Like a Dragon. I put it down and I really? just, yeah, I haven't gotten back into it. Like I, it, dude, that shit happens to me with JRPGs, man. Like I'll get like, I mean, that's understandable. 85% of the way through it, drop like 150 hours into it and then just be like, Ooh, something else, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And it doesn't, dude, I, I am trying so time. hard not to start playing other stuff. Cause I have, uh, I bought ratchet and clank. Oh, really? Four. I'm really excited to play that, but I'm 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 just telling myself I have to get through Assassin's Creed first because I won't come back to it otherwise. Yeah, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Ratchet and Clank games are great. But yeah, I have so sense. many games th- that are on my waiting list right now. I have Ratchet and Clank. I have Divinity Original Sin two that I got for PS4 so that uh, my girlfriend and I can play it together once her eyes heal completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Control that I downloaded on my computer. I have Chrono Trigger that I downloaded on my computer. Like I have so many games in like just waiting right now, and they're all waiting on fucking Avor and Assassin's Creed Odyssey to finish her goddamn storyline. Have you played Chrono Trigger before? No. You'll like it. Stick with I, it. I've played some of it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. My, my girlfriend keeps falling asleep in the living room, and I don't want to play the PS4 while she's sleeping on the couch. Uh-huh. So I, I was like, I should download some games on my computer for when that happens, and I have free time. So I I got Chrono Trigger because it was on sale for like seven bucks on Steam. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. Dude, Amazon just launched their own like video game launcher. 
and with prime like you get a bunch of fucking free games and really? uh, yeah like right now i mean i don't know if it'll mean anything to you but right now they have it like an snk bundle so i got like 30 snk games for free like final fight fucking uh real bout like fatal fury and like all sorts of shit like old like Wait, SNK so where, arcade games where is this thing i don't know if you when you go onto amazon it should be on the home page and then they I'm also have like a bunch of indie games and stuff right now and i don't see anything about this I don't know, it's on there somewhere there should be like a bunch of tabs up there one of them should be like video games or something like that like along the uh, top like the amazon homepage or something nope i don't know look up look up amazon games or something like that but amazon. yeah it's, it's like they they had a bunch of they had a bunch of indie games yeah. and then like I said, I got all the fucking SNK games. So if you're if you're an Amazon Prime member right now and you like oh, old AmazonGames.com? Like, I don't fucking know, bro. It was on my Amazon homepage. But anyway. Anyway. You guys should you guys should find that because it's definitely worth it. And I love old SNK fighting games. Um and it'll be fun. It'll be nice. I get to pull out my arcade stick because I haven't I haven't played with my stick in a while. But that being said. We've gone on for over an hour and 40 minutes, which is impressive yeah. because we didn't even get to everything that we should have talked about. But I guess this is, you know, this is what happens when you don't get to do your podcast for a long time. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll probably be back earlier next week. We had to do three podcasts this week. So um, it'll be it'll be much easier to get this out at a better time next week. But if you have listened all the way through this podcast, thank you so much. Uh, we love you guys. We hope that the Bonsai podcast continues to do well. We are sorry that we had to take such a long break. I know we had people on Twitter uh, and on YouTube who are asking for it to come back. It's back. It ain't going nowhere. Get ready. Bonsai podcast every fucking week. We're here. We're doing it. Bringing you uh, the, what, what, did, what did people say? Finally, a non-pretentious anime podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. The most non-pretentious anime podcast of all time the bonsai podcast but anyway uh tyler has some information for you guys tyler it's been a long time where can they find us on patreon uh it's patreon.com slash bonsai pod where can they find us on twitch.tv where i will be streaming soon are you really yeah i'm just I, I, I got time i'm gonna start streaming dude fuck yeah i'm gonna stream sega bass fishing in our discord you should uh, I'm going to. I bought it. It was. It's like a dollar and seventeen cents on uh, on Steam right Steam. now. Nice. It, it's a uh, twitch.tv slash bonsai underscore pop. Where can they send us a Gmail? Uh, it's bonsai pop team at gmail.com. Where can they follow us on Twitter and or Instagram? Uh, they're both at bonsai underscore pop. That's right. And the most important thing of all the things, the YouTube channel. Even though we're not going to be posting for like over a month. Go watch uh, the old you can videos. Go to the, They're good. You fuck. That's true. The old videos are very good. But yeah. you can go to youtube.com slash bonsai pop and uh, you can find all of our shit there. I recommend the Samurai Champloo, Dragon Ball, and uh, Black Lagoon videos. Those are my three favorites. I recommend checking out our ReZero, Evangelion, and Dorohedero videos. I like and you know what? Tokyo Godfathers. That video did not get enough love. Yeah, Tokyo Godfathers was good. It was, was a great a video. So, so go check those out. 
you you fucks you beautiful fucking fucks and we will see you next week thank you so much for listening goodbye bye everyone